You've now entered the VIP zone for Scioto County Daily News. This is your backstage pass for the hardcore newsy, behind the scenes and unfiltered, this is SCDN VIP. Welcome and thank you to all of our patrons, the VIP section, SCDN reports, Soda County Data News. Number one for a reason, and that reason is you. So as a VIP patron, you get access to the news behind the news, how the sausage is made, and we are going to discuss a very important story behind the story, how the sausage is made with the Michael Zorn's case coming up right now. SCDN, we don't do the news in the same old way because it's not the same old world. News is a cutthroat business to say the very least. And in this town, um, there's a lot of competition from other sources that are, frankly, struggling and trying to keep up with the times. No pun intended. (laughs) But they were not in their defense, because I believe in reporting without bias in their defense. They were not equipped. They were not equipped to handle the new age of news and the dissemination of information. They're not equipped. We were, and we have been since 2017. People thought we were crazy. People thought we were unreliable. Come to find out, we have now established ourselves as the voice of authority. So I'm gonna tell you how we were able, and even if you look at, speaking of the Portsmouth Daily Times, their reporting was a simple copy and paste from the press release issued by the Sheriff's Office. And I will tell you that press release came after our telephone call to the Sheriff's Office for a statement. But here is how the story started. This is how you know Um, where these stories originate and where they come from. So first off, it all started with a tip. There is a submitted tip link at the very top of our website. You just click it and submit a tip, anything you want to say, unfiltered. This is used quite often and usually we forward that information to either law enforcement or government officials. If you will remember when uh, interim police chief Debbie Brewer first took office, within the first two weeks of her new administration, she had a gigantic drug bust that involved SRT SWAT and a giant presence um, that really shocked the entire city. And proudly, we were the ones that provided her with six, I believe, was it six videos, honey, uh, that we had? I think so. So we had provided them with six surveillance videos um, about the drug situation and had previously given them multiple tips 
And then once we gave them the video evidence, they moved forward. So when uh, Captain Brewer took office as chief, she was immediately awarded a fantastic drug bust served up on a silver platter, courtesy of your friends at Soda County Daily News. So it all started with a tip. Of course, then we had to verify that indeed an arrest had been made. Number three, we had to sign the reporter. Now, how do we assign reporters? Well, there's a process, actually. Um, We have multiple reporters that have multiple strengths and weaknesses. And I don't want to have a person uh, that is uh, weak in an area try to write an article uh, where somebody else may be strong. So the three candidates for um, writing this article um, one of them was out of town at a um, another event the other one was uh, unavailable for this moment but, but we'll pick up the story and start covering on Monday and then the other one Uh, was willing, ready, and able to move forward. So that's how we assign the reporters based on their ability and the story content. Number four, we contacted the business for comment. Look, hey, we need to get a comment. See, we believe in uh, exclusive content. We are, if you look at our articles compared to other articles and news resources, we have more uh exclusive comments than any other news source that is our specialty that is what we do in our staff meetings and on our staff chat i emphasize the importance even if it's a regular old news release about a regular old thing we get in touch with an authority figure in that area and and, and obtain an exclusive con- comment so we did do that um this is a reminder. Update the newsletter. Okay. So as we're live here, um, Alexa reminded me that I need to update the newsletter. But thank you, dear. I have already done that. Update the newsletter. Boy, that really threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> so we contacted the business for comment. Number five, we began to lay out the story. Now, this is, uh, this is a tactical move um that you know as a publisher um you know i'm i enjoy the fact that i'm involved in the uh sausage making process and we begin to develop how we're going to present this which leads us uh well then number six while we're laying out the story the business owner calls us back so we had the initial interview with the clerk that answered the phone and she was unaware of how to proceed because they had not been contacted by a press organization about this story or at any other time and so she made two telephone calls number one she called the um, detective to see what they were allowed to uh, say which prompted the press release which prompted Portsmouth Daily Times to pick it up and copy and paste it And then she called the owner of the store to see what she was allowed to say. So we had already started what's called a placeholder, a placeholder article with the information that we were allowed to give based on our conversation with the store clerk. 
As we were moving forward with that, the store owner called and gave us permissions to use the name of the store and gave us some excellent quotes. And we told them that the angle of the story was that the, that the reporting of what they found, the uh, hero aspect of what they did was our focal point. And let me tell you, any computer tech out there, which now is usually phone tech, will tell you. Almost every single phone they get has pornography, period. It's a um, a part of the business. Uh, I also uh, have done computer repairs in my home. And at any given time, I would have seven or eight laptops laying around that I was working on. And without exception, they all had porn on them. So that part was not strange to the industry. However, the content of the porn is what became alarming. And according to the clerk who we still can't name uh, the owner has allowed us to use the name of the business and then on facebook he outed himself and announced himself as the owner but it still wants to protect the integrity and safety of the clerks um they were simply doing what they're supposed to do they were hitting buttons to make sure everything worked and lo and behold all this porn shows up which in and of itself is not that abnormal. But once they saw the content of the porn, it became very, very uh, disturbing and abnormal. So the business calls back. Number seven, we decide how to promote the story. Is this a story about child porn? Or is this a story about a local business doing the right thing? And in our opinion, it was a story about a local business doing the right thing. Because we know that every cell phone repair place, every computer repair place, and I'll go all the way back to uh, my time with uh, Time Warner Cable and we get these boxes that came in. They all had porn on them. Um, So it was more, you know, these places are not mandated reporters like like a school or a hospital. And so our angle was that This is a hero story for local business. So then number eight, we began to formulate a plan and think about how to thank that business through SEO. And so what we decided to do was name the business since the owner gave us permission to name the business. And we put that in what's called the focus keywords. And so from now to evermore, when a person checks out that business and they type in their name, this story will appear in all Google results. So that is the best Yelp review anybody could imagine um, for the integrity of that business. Not to mention that it is a warning to you perverted sick fuckers Don't take your phone filled with child porn into a shop to get fixed. You're going to get busted. Busted. They are under no, no 
restraint to report your sick ass. And so guess what? That's what they did. And that's why we went with the hero element of this story. Number nine, we had to double check our statements and facts. Because once we looked into especially this particular individual, Michael Zorns, I looked at all of his court records and he is famous, famous for suing people, suing people and then settling. So if you look at his court records, you're going to see a lot of dismissed cases through settlement. He likes to sue and settle, sue and settle. Well, guess what? Soda County Daily News is not going to pay his commissary because he's going to go a long, go away for a long, long time. But if he pursues a civil suit against us and we lose, we're going to feed that bastard for the next X years and we're not going to do it. So we fact check, fact check, fact check, fact check. Number 10, we published the story and we did it in such a timely fashion. Let me tell you, all this investigation took place and we still beat the Daily Times by 10 minutes and all they did and was copy and post, copy and paste, then post. And we went through all of this investigation, true unfiltered journalism. And then number 11, we shared the story with other media outlets where the company does business. Now, this is very important. It's called information sharing. Some places are hacks, WSAZ, infamous for hacking and just stealing stories and not giving people credit. But there is a method called information sharing, especially if you are with a news association, which we are to share the information with other members of your association so that they can also um, get the word out. And we tactically made that move in areas where Celtech Express had other offices. Why? Because it is a hero story. So once this moves forward, other publications in areas where that business has offices we will continue to thank that business for their heroic efforts and the SEO will work on their behalf and in their favor for years and years to come. Another example of information sharing, and if you look at a regular newspaper, Daily Times, you may see four, five, or six original pieces of content, and that is uh, something that they wrote in-house. The rest of the entire paper is filled. And here's a dead giveaway, secret nugget. If you see the story anywhere that starts out with the letters AP, stands for Associated Press. That means the Associated Press wrote the article. They copied and pasted it. And all you have to do legally and ethically is give credit source, uh, source credit, I'm sorry. And so they just take it from AP, slap it in their little program, Bob's your uncle, you got a freaking paper, right? We have done that one time in the last several, several months. And that was recently when the policeman was arrested in Minneapolis. We did not have the time or with wherewithal 
to get quotes and do everything that we needed to do. One of our press associate uh, affiliates already had the story. We posted that story and gave them credit not once, not twice, but three times we credited our source. And that is above and beyond the call of ethics and law. And that is the only time in recent memory that we have ever done it. Places like the Portsmouth Daily Times does it every single day. 80% of their paper is copied and pasted from the Associated Press. And they charge you 75 cents or $2 on a Saturday to read a publication that they put out that is copied and pasted from another publication. And they charge people to put in obituaries, classifieds, and of course, businesses for their display ads. What a freaking deal. Get all your content for free and charge people to read it. Ha <laughs> ha Sounds great. In 1986, that's not how the world works now. And they're feeling the brunt. So now you know how the sausage was made. The story behind the story. Soda County Daily News, number one for a reason. That reason is you. SCDN, we're ahead of the curve, and then some.